The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You're listening to the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, do we have an update on uh, the mail situation? My own personal yeah. mail? Oh, yeah, I picked it up last night. Okay, it's all good to go. I, uh, I guess. <laughs> After after all of that, it found its way home. It, uh, I was blaming this uh, primarily on my brother, mm. even though I was annoyed with how Canada Post was handling this one the envelope. This should have been delivered 10 days ago, mm-hmm. uh, but I did pick it up last night, and I looked at the envelope because I was anxious. As I told you off the air, I'm anxious to see what the mistake was on the envelope. The mistake was that in my postal code, uh, T6R2W6, he had put T6R2, but the 2 was very skinny. So you look at it and go, I guess that could be a 1. Mm. But it was otherwise correct. So, but that, apparently that 1... Threw them off. Threw them off enough that it delayed things by 10 days. So, whatever. I got it now. Okay, there it is. Yeah. Uh, this was interesting today. Uh, we know we've been talking about it uh, on the air on global television right here at uh, 630 Ched. Um, and there's been a push to figure out what to do with these um, with these fighters, these uh, extremist fighters uh, who apparently left the country to go fight uh, for ISIS and now, uh, well, they want to come home and, and what to do with them. And uh, Conservative MP Michelle Rempel introduced a, a motion today that asks the Prime Minister and the federal government to put forth a plan to impose legal consequences on returning extremist fighters. Uh, she goes on to say that uh, under the government, um, the, the Trudeau government has failed to take action. Uh, the Conservatives calling on the Prime Minister to immediately table a plan to serve justice serve justice to anyone who left our country to fight with this terrorist organization. Now, it passed. It passed. One person voted against it, and that was Green Party uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth May. May. Yeah, um, yeah it, was, it was passed in a vote of uh, 280 to 1. This happened last night. Uh, yeah, something needs to be done. Something needs to be put in place. Something very much needs to be put in place, or don't bring them home. Well, this is a crazy situation um you have to bring them home because they're canadian citizens mm. so the problem therein lies the problem so the but Kurdish, don't you kind of give up that when you when you go to no when you leave the country no. to go fight you would think so against? you would think so but no because think instead if it was the other way around so we've got um citizens from another country who came over to canada took part in something and now We've got them. We've caught them. We want to send them home. Mm-hmm. Like, let them be punished back in their country. Yeah. So in this case, okay. it's Kurdish forces that have these three uh. Canadians and their families, U.S.-backed Kurdish forces. Uh, they've been accused of being ISIS fighters. Now, the problem here in Canada is that our laws are so protective that we may not, we may not have the evidence in order to uh, you know prosecute them we may not have the sentences in order to send them away we we don't have the appropriate punishments because this these are not things that happen in Canada it happens somewhere else right so I see the quandary that the Canadian government was in as to why they took so long t- to have a motion like this passed I don't understand because well because obviously, the government's dilly dallied on this one from the get-go it's they have. 
and and it's a crazy situation because not to bring Saudi Arabia into this, but if I may for a moment. So now you've got this murder uh, that the Saudis are accused of having committed. Khashoggi. Right. right. But you've got a $15 billion contract uh, that Canada has to sell armed vehicles to Saudi Arabia. So many would say, cancel that contract. So Trudeau's saying, well, wait a second, no, uh, because that will cost Canadian taxpayers a billion dollars to cancel that order. But that's putting a price on human rights. But that's only right? just a little part of it as well, because then the Saudis can turn around and, and play with the oil. Then we have oil right, issues, right. more oil issues. But that is basically saying that there's a price to be paid for mm-hmm. human rights, mm-hmm. right? So on the one hand, and the reason I bring the two up, and there are two distinctly different situations, but on the one hand you have... Well, we're not going to cost taxpayers a whole bunch of money here just to defend human rights, in, you know, uh, uh, violations by Saudi Arabia. On the other hand, here, we've done nothing um, to punish ISIS fighters who, y- y- you know, because we have human rights that will protect them if we bring them back to Canada. So we need well, to do so. It's he, like, well, what are your human here's rights? The thing. I mean, the, the, the Saudis have a, have, a, have a history of abysmal human rights. Right. Um, and we've been doing business, do with, business them with them all along. Right. And uh, the Americans have been doing business with them all along. And then all of a sudden, um, one man gets gets killed, and it's 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 the, the spotlight is is mm-hmm. on there. And and good, a spotlight needs to be shone in there. But does anyone does anyone in power, uh, be it uh, President Trump or Justin Trudeau or anyone in in Europe, have the you know what to do anything about this? Right. Because it, the question for me comes down to what is the price of human rights? Uh-huh. And and the second question is, what is Canada's stand on human rights? Because if the stand is that we will protect human rights throughout the globe, unless it costs us money, that's not a that's, good enough stand no. for me. Well, and and they the, put out that tweet not too long ago and there was a kerfuffle right, about, about some right. things and everyone was all backtracking. But with regard to this, the ISIS fighters, so now we're saying, that, say, oh, hang on a second, if they're Canadians, we will... F- we, up until this motion, we will protect their rights even knowing that they are ISIS fighters. It seems like a very confused policy on on rights. Well, it is. And if you think that we have Canadian forces there right now in Iraq, in Kuwait, who over the past two years have been working to defeat ISIS and ISIS fighters, you see what I'm saying? Absolutely, and I don't want to get everyone fired up, but you know what the third story that you have to think back on? You have to think back on the settlement um, of, Co- of Omar Khadr. Exactly. And you go, well, let's not have that again. Like, let's not have three ISIS fighters returned by Kurdish forces to Canada, held for a period of time, and then suddenly lawsuits mm-hmm. are appearing. It just, I, I'm not a lawyer and I'm not, you know, I'm not smart enough to figure out what's wrong here. I'm just smart enough to know something's well, wrong. Well, the, the biggest thing is is that the world has turned a blind eye to um, the, the atrocities that's happened in, in Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. for, for a very, very long time. And um, countries have been making money. Um, individuals have making have have made vast amounts of money with, with business deals as well. And now... Finally, someone is paying attention to it again, based on the death mm-hmm. of of uh, of this of this journalist. Yeah, um, and, and and by all accounts, an absolutely horrific, brutal um, 
death that we're still trying to find out more about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's frustrating. But going back to the, to these ISIS fighters, so if you leave Canada to go to Syria, yeah, and you're fighting right. Allied operations. So yeah, exactly. So listen to this text. I call BS on the fact that we don't have evidence to convict former ISIS fighters. If you confess to fighting with ISIS, that alone should be enough. Isn't that enough? It should be. It isn't. And that's what the government has been saying. That's what legal experts have been saying. Uh, Bipartisan legal experts have been saying. The problem with... and uh, Because if not for a problem, they'd be back already. We'd have grabbed them already and brought them back to justice. The problem is justice may not be waiting for them here until something changes with our laws. So, so that's th- what this, this motion step, is. Yeah, Michelle Rempel's step right. here. This motion Good is... Good honor. Right, exactly. This motion is saying you have this many days to come up with a plan for yeah. how you're going to prosecute ISIS fighters, and when you do, then we'll bring them back. Yeah. So, yeah, and I know it, it's 45 frustrating. 45 days? They've been given 45 days right. to come up with something. Right, because the Kurds want these... They want them out of their hair. They want them sent home. And their family sent home. And and see, there's the other tier of this that's a problem. <laughs> there's wives and children. There's wives and children involved. So do you say, well, wait a minute, they're not even Canadian citizens. Some of them are, some of them aren't. Are they, did they commit a crime? Um, you know what I mean? Like, it gets really sketchy at this point. We're, the world in general has not been ready for what's happened over the last 10 years. And Canada is one of those countries that doesn't know how to deal with this. What do you do when one of your citizens goes and joins a terrorist group and then wants to come home? Because at the heart of our constitution is the fact that they're Canadians and they have rights. But they're not what we think of as Canadians. Canadians wouldn't, real Canadians in our minds, would not get on a plane and go to the Middle East and, you know, they wouldn't yeah, do I that. Yeah, I just, I feel that... I feel that you give up that right. I feel like you, you... I do too. You, 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 you give up that right when you go to another country to fight with a terrorist organization that your country that you just left is fighting against, is trying to defeat. Right. You're trying to support that organization. Therein lies the problem. That's the nail on the head right there. I feel that they gave up those rights. But the law says differently. They didn't give up those rights. They remain Canadian citizens and therefore have the rights of Canadians. And that's what has to be changed. And that's what the Tories are asking for in this Uh bill is that you need to change how we handle the rights of Canadians. You know what? TikTok, TikTok. I can't wait to see 45 days from now to see what they come up with. And and I know there's a lot of Canadians. I know there's a lot of you listening right now that are feeling the exact same way. I mean, as far as I think for a lot of people, it's like you shouldn't see the light of day. I'd go farther than that, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, easy for me to say. So you come home, bring you put them, put put them in jail here, and then we're putting the bill for them for the rest of their lives. Exactly. No, I would. And tell then them. again, what happens to the wives and the yeah. children? I mean, maybe I watch too many drama series on TV. Uh, you know, I, I'd be more likely to tell the Kurds, uh, hey, do what they, you have to yeah, do. Do what you got to do. We're not taking them. If the Kurds set them free, mm, which they might. That could happen as well, and therein, there's another problem that we need to deal with it before the Kurds they go. Okay, and then they turn around and just show back up here. Well, they'd the passport. be they'd be flagged at the. They'd be flagged for sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a sticky situation well, created by the by inaction, because you. Ha- I although I guess is it fair to say that somebody should have seen this coming? I mean, I guess when somebody leaves and goes and fights for ISIS, you assume they're not coming back. So maybe nobody thought about well, what happens if they try. Because now here we are. They want to come back. And, you know, and then the skeptic in me says, well, wait a minute. They want to come back. Why? Because they got captured? 
you know, <laughs> if they hadn't been captured, would they still be wanting well, to because, come back? Well, because, well, and in fact, because the because ISIS has been. Uh, largely dismantled Mm -hmm. in that part of the world and now moving elsewhere. And we've heard talk about, you know, uh, possibly moving into, you know, parts of Africa and that sort of thing. But that's probably why they don't have... What was it? That that mob mentality. You have a a larger group. Everything's it's 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 bigger and and, and safer in those in in those larger groups. All of a sudden, you're on your own. The thing's breaking down. Okay, now now what do I have to do? Yeah, and think about this just to make it even matter. So you know, I've brought three stories into one story. Let's bring a fourth story in. Now you have a uh, Grand Prairie girl who spray paints a wall in Thailand, and the Canadian consulate says, "Well, we can't do anything to change Thai law." And you know, people here are like, "Well, why should we help her?" I mean, she was an idiot, right? So I don't understand how the we can't help, and I don't want to help her, but we can't help a girl who spray-painted a wall in Thailand, but we're in a position of having to take ISIS fighters back and protect their rights? What is well, wrong they will, with they will laws? step in in some point, like they yeah. have in the past. Like those other kids from where it was at Drayton Valley not too long yeah. ago, things got stepped in. But to... to yeah, things got stepped in, all right. <laughs> It just seems to me that we don't have a a clear and understandable policy. Oh, no, there are no. Right, on human rights or or Canadian rights, I should say. Not human rights, Canadian rights. We don't seem to have a a clear policy. Well, we have the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, and that is for, you know, Canadians who who decide to stay here and not go fight ISIS. Exactly. Or fight for ISIS. Right, there should be an asterisk by that, unless (laughs) you join ISIS. Hashtag don't do that. You know, Right. right? Yeah. It's, it's frustrating. Crazy. It so is frustrating. again, 45 days is is how long the government has to come up on this, and I think it's 45 days too long. Um, but uh, I, I'm glad that this is being done. I am glad that this has finally yeah. been done. And can you imagine? I mean, Elizabeth May, the only one vo- voting against it, and I, 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 can't. I don't even well. want to even try and get my head around that one. Um, but. It wasn't. They weren't thrilled uh, from what from what we were told that there was a number of. Um, well, they don't like the wording. They don't like it. Well, I don't like the fact. Again, thinking uh, how we look internationally and also how I feel as a Canadian, I I don't like the fact that it was the opposition who had to bring the bring this forward. It should have been our government that brings it forward. Shouldn't they have been the ones at the forefront of this, leading the charge? Without to a doubt. Us? But Without they, a doubt. But they weren't. Hey, coming up after uh, 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock, that's weird. 3 o'clock. Coming up after 3 o'clock, we're going to have a conversation about... Uh, Parkinson's disease. Parkinson's disease, which my dad had, and uh, and cannabis oil. Yeah, well, this is interesting. Um, uh, the senior program director at CKNW, our sister station in Vancouver, Larry Gifford, has been quite upfront and open with his recent diagnosis of Parkinson's and has been uh, doing a podcast about it. He's been doing uh, stories about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk to him about uh, really, you know, what's been going on with him. But now one of the challenges that he's having is sleep. So he's now going to delve into the world of cannabis oil um, huh. and, and to see what that, how that works out for him. So, so you know, I've said all along that uh, legalization of uh, cannabis won't affect me in any way. Mm. But this story I thought about because Carol has trouble uh, sleeping. Mm-hmm. And I just got to think, I just want to hear what his experience was. I know. Oh, I know a number of people yeah. who have tried CBD oil and it's worked well for their sleeping huh. and their anxiety. Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. The thing, yeah, it's, it's knowing how much to take and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But I've got a couple of friends who, who swear by it now. The CBD oil for my dog as well, for for, for Willow. Works ha- for the dog. It has yeah. uh, uh, for her back end for, um, I don't know if it's reducing inflammation or the joint pain or whatever it is. But, I mean, we got to a point a few months ago that we thought we were going to have to make a pretty tough decision. And... Mm. And uh, things have improved since well, then. Good. And they say it's, it's not an immediate thing. It's a cumulative thing. Right, it's right. not like it's not like a, a one shot. Yeah. It's like, Woo, look at me. I'm it's running not, the marathon. It's not Neo Citrin. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's more of a, a cumulative thing. But for, for our dog Willow, it, um, it seems to be making a, hmm. um, a difference for her. So we're, we're happy about that. Well, you know, once, uh, once the outrage is done and the uh, lineups are gone, maybe I'll uh, take a look. It's an online thing, though, I would imagine, the oil, right? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Well, there's different, there's, yeah, different places. You have to just, you know, read more about it. You can buy things mm-hmm. in different places or online and oftentimes need a, a medical Yeah, I was going to say, well, I'll consult with my uh, family doctor, mm-hmm. our good friend, uh, Tony. Dr. Tony. Tony. Yeah, Dr. Tony. And see, well, I shouldn't consult. I should tell Carol. Obviously, I'm not having the problem. I have, I have two other people in my family that are both taking it, one for leg pain, one for back pain. Just ordered it online through, um, through a company. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I'm good. As you well know, I, uh, I sleep well. <laughs> <laughs> the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.